All right, I'm here on Caveman's Corner with the one, the only, the soon-to-be million-dollar mix, Patchy Mix. How you doing? I'm doing excellent, man. It's great to have you, like always. Um, congratulations on your huge win. Uh, you made it look pretty easy, actually. Yeah, it was a good fight, man. Uh, it worked out well. Um, like how we expected, you know. I thought I could get him in the positions that I did. So I played out just recording him. Yeah, you made it look really easy when you, when you got him into any position on the ground. And I really like the way that you managed the distance on the feet. Um, I think it's like... You really didn't look like you landed a lot on the feet, but man, the way you controlled the distance with your strikes and made him shoot into you from a little bit farther away than you needed to allowed you to get to the head, man. I was really impressed with your stand up. Yeah, it was good, man. I was able to control the, um, just the pace of the fight, you know, more so than anything. And uh, I landed some good shots in there. You know, it's hard to see it even on TV, but if you're in there, I can really tell. Um, if I didn't get him with the submission, I feel like I could have ended up getting a TKO. I don't think I really truly shined like my whole arsenal of skills, which is fine with me right now. Because, you know, I don't want to show everything, but I think I would have got him out of there with striking if I didn't uh, catch the neck. Yeah, it looked like you were doing really good, man. I love that hook kick that you threw uh, right before the, the finishing sequence. <laughs> you been working on that or what? Yeah, the little hook kick you threw? Yeah, it was like super close, and then he's like, oh shit, and then he shot on you, and then you, you run his neck again. Looking at uh, his fight, he looked really, really good against Archuleta, and then he looked like he didn't deal that well wrestling and uh, cage fighting in his last fight. Yeah. Yeah, he's a, super impressive with those takedowns. He's so he just never quits on him. No, I was really, when I saw the bracket before it came out, uh, like the list of fighters, I was hoping you get him in the first round. I thought that was like, be the perfect matchup for you to start out. I could definitely see some in him. If he gives you his back like he did so many times in that fight, you're going to finish him pretty easy. <clears throat> yeah, I definitely think he's going to 
exactly see me finishing up. This is a little boring, you know. I think I could get a body lock on him. This is really going through the mud. Like, I really do think it, you know. Like, I believe it so heartily. Like, we were meant not to, we weren't meant to fight before. We're meant to fight now. And, like, this is the perfect time for us to uh, kind of just, like, settle the score. We've been talking a lot of shit for a while. We are going to fight a couple times in Bellator, but I just didn't find those fights appealing because it was like the week of my fight when my opponent pulled out, and then I got pushed to fight him for peanuts. You know, now I'm fighting him for a million dollars. Why would I fight him for, you know, right. like, you know, single digits, like 30 grand or whatever, you know, entry money or whatever. I don't know what it is, but why would I try to fight him for peanuts when I first got there on short notice, you know what I mean? Now I get a chance to really get a camp for him It's a huge fight, and it's a great opportunity for you. And like always, you're gonna put the seven one six on the mat, and we really appreciate you. We could use it now with this huge snowstorm we got, dog. <laughs> yeah, bad down there, huh? Yeah, dude. There's like three and a half feet of snow in the middle of my road. <laughs> yeah, I know. My mom and my family been telling me how bad it is too. Are they all right? Do they need anything? For sure, 20, like, 27 uh, people died already. It's time to get that money. Like, 
I'm going to either try to put his ass out cold or I'm going to try to tap his ass out. You know what I mean? And either vice versa. Like, he's going to be trying to do the same thing to me that I'm ready for. You know what I mean? Like, I've been touched. Uh, I think I can take his power. I'm uh, capable of uh, walking him down, walking through whatever he has to offer. And um, I'm hoping it's in a good spot. You know what I mean? Wherever the smart location is, wherever I choose to um, kind of choose to uh, come to an agreement and sign papers and sign a bound agreement because we obviously know we're fighting each other. I just hope it's in like, you know, who knows, maybe it'll be on MSG or who knows, I don't know, maybe not. <laughs> MSG would be awesome. We'll, we'll make it out if you make it out yeah, there. I fought there once, <laughs> I fought Connecticut, I fought Japan, I fought Ireland, who knows, man, I fought uh, Hawaii, like all those places, man, you know what I mean, they're all great spots. So. I hope it's somewhere there and not like, uh, a million dollar tournament's got to be somewhere super special for the finish. I, they can't put it in like. Yeah, I hope it's, <laughs> yeah, I hope it's a headliner and shit. You know, I want to headline my second event. Uh, it just stands to my record. Is it, you know, it's coming up. And I really want to get some um, accolades some from this. You know, I like to headline shows. I've headlined so many for the King of the Cage. It's your name that's attached to it, you know, it's history. I like to write history, you know, um, even on that last card, you know. I mean, who stood out more than me? <laughs> shit. I played a 19-2 Russian a guy from Dagestan, and I put him out like that. That ain't no fluke win either. You see some of these guys that are like 2-2 two and two or 2-0, two and oh, and they just fight another guy that doesn't know nothing. So he, like, they, he ends up getting tied up all weird like a freaking pretzel, and then people think that's crazy. But when you get two high-level guys, at the level that we just were at, you could, um, you're as dangerous as I am, man. I'm a dangerous dude right now, you know what I mean? And Stops knows that, and, uh, I think that's why, uh, he's gonna be taking the time he needs to get ready properly, and, um, you know what I mean? I think he's gonna come prepared. But prepared's not gonna be enough. This is my second chance at a title. I'm just not gonna miss twice, you know? I hear that. You've never missed twice in your entire life. Does fighting a southpaw give you an advantage? I haven't. I don't remember you fighting too many left-handers. How how the fights turn out? Is it easier for you to get to the back or get to the legs? I don't know. I mean, I'm undefeated against all styles except like that uh, Russian guy. I mean, he's a good fighter. He's like a Yeah, you always used to light me up when I went to Southpaw. I stopped doing it on you because you just eat me up. So um, I don't know if I suck at Southpaw or you're just good against Southpaws, though. So <laughs> I was just wondering. No, we could match each other's jabs like whoever's arms longer. My arms are longer than the last stop. Yeah. They, they stay longer than mine. He might. Are you guys going to talk a lot of shit? I heard him in the cage. He's like, are you ready to talk some shit? <laughs> no, he said he's going to talk shit. Yeah. I don't really have no shit to talk. You know what I mean? What are we doing here? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I'm there to fight, man. He can talk all the shit he wants. He was talking hell of shit last fight, too. And look at that fight. It was absolutely horrible. <laughs> he was so bad. The fight was so... It was, it should be, he should be embarrassed. Yeah. Literally. I would be embarrassed if I had a fight like that. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've had some fights where I wasn't the happiest, you know what I mean, of my performance, but that shit was embarrassing, man, you know? I don't think, uh, I, I mean, I don't even think he expected it because, um, like, I think he honestly thought he was just going to knock Sabatello out because he ripped. But I, he definitely didn't do that. He got wrestled. And Sabatello, I feel like, 
send him like I wouldn't send him a dollar actually, I take that back. But he gave me a blueprint on um he gave me a blueprint on how to beat this dude, I swear. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for you. My, my favorite. I was gonna say. <laughs> You're like uh, amazing. Yeah, I agree. With, I agree with that too, especially for him being hurt for so long. Uh, is he gonna be able to fight this year? Or? I feel like that too. I think um, I think anytime you're hurt for more than a year, you should have to forfeit the belt, and then you should get the first shot when you come back. I mean, it's not fair for yeah, and, uh, for you guys. <clears throat> it's under the circumstance. It's not that he wasn't. He was hurt just around a year, but it's the tournament that makes us run it a little longer because he can't fight to the finale anyway. Yeah. So he's got to wait. And he's, like he's ready to fight either one of us right now. It would be interesting to see if, like, let's say one of us were to pull out the fight get hurt how they would go about it you know what I mean yeah they'd probably just stick him in right they'd probably just stick him in if uh if someone can't go right wouldn't that make sense yeah but that'd be for a million dollars yeah I mean I wouldn't care shit I'm fighting anybody it don't matter who it is yeah million dollars man leave us whoever I mean, at 35, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you better be careful. Let me stick in there in the gano. <laughs> you're not trying to go crazy here, you know? Yeah. I get one win, I start acting like that. <laughs> uh, man, I loved it when you guys were in the ring, and uh, he's like, oh, I'm going to talk a lot of shit, and then he's like, I'm, I'm better than this, and you're like, I know, but you gave him those Pat Mix eyes, like like when you're about to fuck somebody up, and uh, that made me my heart happy inside, because I know you're going to... Like smash this guy, and I could tell you didn't like him just from that look, man. It's there's something about you, the way you look at some people, and like that that made the fight exciting for me. Yeah, you know, man. You know me. You know me for a long time, so it'll be funny. And like, I was trying to tell him that he kept saying that he was gonna talk some shit, and I told him that he's a lot better than he showed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, cause I think he's better, but God damn, did he fight so awful last night. <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's so bad. Like, I honestly feel like, 
I don't know, maybe his age, you know, he's 34 now, like he's older, like, you know what I mean, maybe, or maybe he just matched up bad against Sabatella. I think he's he didn't match up that great. He's a little bit wild, so it's hard for him to set his feet and stop, uh, really stop takedowns and be offensive at the same time. I think he's gonna have the same problem with you. Like he's a super wild. He gets off balance a lot, and it's hard for him to defend takedowns. So he's forced to settle back, and his style is a little bit different when he's scared, like to to grapple. Yeah, his style is way different. He's kind of mean, sprawl to the motherfucker. I swear, he can sprawl like hell, like a little cat. That shit don't work, bro. I'm like a snake, dude. A snake will eat a cat, bro. <laughs> Literally. Slither around a cat and freaking crush it, bro. Honestly, that's what I think. Like, what? He's gonna sprawl back? He's gonna attach my body to his somehow. I'm gonna shine it, bro. If not, I'm gonna bring him into a whole world that he ain't fucking familiar with. And all his training partners, I don't know, man. You know what I mean? You got some good training partners, I got some good training partners, but the way that he fights is different than the way that I fight. And vice versa, like, I'm not trying to get into a whole just white tie fight with this kid. Not saying I can't, you know what I mean? Shit, if the going gets tough, I will. Kickboxing fight, whatever fight it needs to be. But my world, people don't really swim well, bro. They don't, you know what I mean? They're on the ground. Like, when it's MMA style on the ground, mixing the transitions with wrestling, cage, um, punching, kicks, knees, being weary of all those things while you have to still shoot in, your attachments to the person, the, um, your setups, the way that your entries are, you know what I mean? It's very important. And uh, I feel like I have too many to get in on him, and I feel like he leaves hold. You know, when he punches, he loops. Um, he doesn't knock a lot of people out before the actual other fight. He doesn't have many, you know what I mean? So, like, he's got mean, I, I tell you, he's got mean kicks, mean body kick, mean head kick. I've even seen it because I trained him. You know? Like, I would be beating people up in practice, and I would literally just, like, be, like, pressuring down on someone and staring at this dude while he's training. Yeah. Right before I left, right before I, my Hor- during my Horaguchi fight, he did his camp there. So I watched him train with a lot of people. He's got a mean-ass kick. So I'd be spying someone, beating them up, just on their back, watching this dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> Give him a little extra scouting, man. <laughs> I like it. I, I think. I don't know, man. I don't think I'm too tall. That shit ain't gonna work on me. Yeah, that, and Sabatino's like trying to do different things. He's trying to run through him with that like double and like switch off from a single to double. You're gonna like go body lock. You're gonna do like throw by, shuck by. Like it's a different style of wrestling. It's a little bit harder to match up against because that mean sprawl doesn't really mean too much to you. You're just still gonna scoot around to his back. You're not gonna be there to get sprawled on, so like, man, it's a it's a tough matchup for him to stop your takedown. So I'm I'm not sure how he's gonna fight you. I, I bet you he's gonna sit back and just try and like kick the shit out of you and like look for big overhand rights and lefts and like stay away and like just be a stalling, boring fight. Yeah, but that don't happen in fights with me, man. No, it sure don't. <laughs> I'm a Better chin. And, and your chin is for real. Like you proved it. You proved how tough you are too, man. Like there's nothing that you haven't proven in the cage. It's it's time to get your due. That'd be amazing. <laughs> Especially another highlight finish. He's not going to beat you on the ground at all. There's no way. 
And then he has to, like, catch a catcher on the feet. You're so tall. I can't see him catching with a kick, man. This is going to be tough for him. Yeah, you know, it'll be good, man. I'm truly really excited. And if he does, man, fucking so what? I'll still be there. That's <laughs> what I think, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, he's going to be kicking me. I'm sure I'll get kicked. I'm going to probably like it. You know what I mean? Not like it, but I'm probably going to enjoy the war of it. Like, you know, and when it's all said and done, I'll look back and I'll probably think that I enjoyed it. You know? Yeah. I went toe-to-toe with one of the baddest in MMA. He's 19-1. and Ranked in the world. And uh, chances are I'm coming out on top. So, you know what I mean? These, these moments I live for and I'm focused right now. I'm keeping my mind focused. I'm keeping the people that are around me good people. And um, I'm already back in training. And, uh, you know... I'm coming over this sickness right now. I have a, I had like a cold last couple last couple of days, like over the holidays. So that's why I kind of sound like this. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I'm getting over it now. You got ten rounds of grappling in today, though, right? <laughs> yeah, I just got over it. So I'm got some training in now. Yeah. But ten rounds straight. I roll with Lorenzo Larkin today. I roll with uh, Steven Martinez. He's like a fucking. For sure. I just wanted to say, um, like, uh, we all know how much training you do because every one of us are like, oh, we've been through this entire sequence with you. Everyone I talk to, like, after the fight, they're like, oh, man, yeah, Pat put us through that same exact sequence over and over and over again. Like, we've all felt it. We know how hard you train and your work just shows off. And for anyone listening that doesn't really know how much you train, like, Pat's in the gym all the time, every day. It's, it, he's probably underselling himself at 40 hours a week. I'm in the gym every day and I'm like doing things that like yeah, I'm training like I'll drive whatever place I need to drive to I'll go into any gym I feel uncomfortable in a lot of places I walk into just like anyone else man but I like get on the mat and like I'm on a mat and I sign my waiver I pay the gym fee like I go to Colorado they don't even know who I am a lot of these people I don't say shit I don't wear no last card I wear like just a t-shirt and shirt shorts as a rule I pay like mat fees at mad gyms I should try to give me my back feet back when they try to find out what I can do. I <laughs> know, like, the instructor that's running the back and shit. Yeah. It happens very often, man, like, when I travel and stuff. If I'm in town, I don't want someone else to fight, I need to train, or, like, I get in training at these places. Like, if I have to walk in and not hit someone up, of course, you know? Yeah. If I hit someone up, I get treated with great hospitality. But I make a lot of connections while training on the back because, um, training and uh, interacting with these guys, they really want to pick my brain. And because um, I'm one of the best in the world, at the and I go with all weight. I roll, like I said, I roll with the left leg, and he's like the one seventy pounder. He's like a seventy pounder. He's pretty big. He fought Paul Daly. He fought Boris uh, Cop. He fought Bill Magny. You know, he's, he fought a lot of people. So like four guys like that, and then I mean. I work with so many people that I've created so many relationships with Logan. I train at Cobrillas, I train at Death Planet, USCPI, Shoot Couture. Um, you know, I have an off logo spot. Even sometimes I go spot and I can like have fun go out there one time. Um, having all these spots to train at and then having all these people like I put myself in a position to be able to do that. But prior to having these like the same I had the same values when I was at home. So like when I was at home, instead of all these names that I'm naming now, it was like me going to West New York, MMA, getting my rounds in with you, and 
and uh, all the other pros, the other guys, the amateur fighters, and all the other people that were allowed. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, like, in that, I try to travel to go to Thai Thai or my boy Sam McCall trained out there or in Rochester or just try to train, like, no matter what country is downtown. I go to as many different places as I could to try to find the best people. And the Catillus is with me, and uh, Antonio is with me. Well, Antonio is always with me. Shout out Antonio. Um, Schultz is in the game. You know what I mean? Everyone. Herber. Like, you try to find the best people in the moment. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. It works. You keep competitively coming to the gym. You have to stay consistent when you do this. And uh, I see a lot of people, like, when I go home, I still kind of help out last year every day. And I still, like, train there. Like, train with people. It's like, some people want to go harder than others. Spar hard. They want to prove. Like, I, they want to prove that they're... Like, a lot of people that go hard with me, they want to go hard with me. They want to prove something. I don't know why. Like, that's not the way to train. The way to train is to try to get people better. And, like, to have the edge, but to go out and train smart. You're not trying to go from kill headshots, kill shots. You go to body hard. You don't have people to the brain hard. You know what I mean? Right. Where your knee pads and spars, you don't actually kick someone in the head. You, your knee hits them. Like, you, you need the proper gear, the proper stuff. And, uh... Make some great training where you guys learn from each other and get, be able to go live, be able to push, you know, good limits, you know, and upgrade your uh, self. I feel like uh, where I got better wasn't going at 100%. It was going at like 80% so I could maintain and be consistent. And then at times I lifted my level and you know, hit my submission and hit my takedown. And then at times I lowered my level when I was just in control and posting time off to recover. Like when I'm on top, I'm just, I'll be smashing some of this mount. I'm like purposely making that work to get out of mount, blocking their defenses to get out. Like, you know what I mean? Just so I can recover and catch my breath and that out that movement. You know what I mean? It's just like different rhythms and different mindsets you have to have that I've been able to acquire. So that looks so long. I basically was able to do that from starting back home. You know what I mean? Yeah, I love, I love to hear that. Because a lot of guys need to hear that, like they shouldn't be trying to kill each other all the time, dude. Like it's some of them guys are a little wild. <laughs> yeah. Consistency is the key, man. Consistency. And if you're trying to kill your partners, you won't have no partner. Believe me, I used to smash people under that wrench their fucking neck up, and I'll have over there partners for the next week. <laughs> or rather, like, like out here, I can do a little bit more of that because these guys are more durable because they're fighting, getting paychecks for it, especially at the highest level. And you have more toys, you know what I mean? Like, you have more toys and players because, let's say, some dude does get hurt and you guys are going too hard because you guys both decided to push it that day. Let's say he's hurt, there's always another one the next day that's here at the gym. And that's why I have to okay myself out here, you know what I mean? Around yeah. A lot of people. But, like, back home, it's no ego. You know, no one else has the. Forget accolades aside, but, you know, just because the guys in the UFC are. Bellator top level, I'm going to go with them, but I'm going to try to beat them tactically and like with my technique. I'm not going to be trying to beat them to like turn them or finish. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to explain it. Like, yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. You put it on a pace that's equivalent to them. Yeah, like, trying to prove something. Like, remember Billy Q used to go and like come around? I wasn't trying to like, you know, he was giving us grappling rounds, MMA rounds, you know? Like, you'd be an idiot if you tried to get on top of him and start smashing him because he'd probably get on top of you and smash the shit out of you, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's like a way to train well, you know what I mean? There's a way. Like, guys like that were able to help me because I was able to train good enough, give them good grappling, and, like, they would give me tips and, like, confidence and stuff like that. Like, hey, man, I'm here. I'm going to be able to fight you. You can do it. And, like, you always stay in touch with these people, you know what I mean? And they show you the way and, like, I'm not saying Billy was back for me, but he was like a good inspiration coming up, you know what I mean? Yeah. Being from our area. That he was in the UFC and King of the Cage. I mean, I'm the ultimate fighter. Then he came back to King of the Cage, you know what I mean? He was like, man, he was on the ultimate fighter, even prior to him being in the UFC. I was like, damn, he's on the ultimate fighter, that's so cool. And I could do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because he came in the gym and a seminar, but he was cool, you know what I mean? It was like, I think it was a testament of like, how we all train, like Superfly is still cool with them fights to this day. Superfly trains really well with you. You know, we all train really well. That's why we're all like family. Solomon, 
understand each other. For sure. some great people coming out and pretty soon we'll be able to have all those people come back and then we'll have you know enough guys at the gym where you don't have to go out of town and get good training partners Yeah, that, that hurt us for so long. Like, my whole career, it was uh, illegal to fight in the state. You know, we had to always go out of state or, like, do it underground. It was all kinds of bullshit. And, like, it's hard. Like, all those other gyms, they were all building in that time. So we're we're years and years behind just because New York State sucked, too. Just think, you're going to be the punchline of so many people's stories. You're going to be like, oh, I trained Pat Mix before he won the million dollars. And uh, he's what started an MMA in Buffalo. You know, that people are going to talk about you forever. And that you continue to give back is a huge like, community. Cook his ass, can't cook his ass, hammer fist, find his chin, put him out cold. Damn. <laughs> 12 seconds, 12 seconds. Damn it. Good yeah. money. Big stack, don't start screaming. Now, uh, yeah, man, who knows? Bro? I can't wait for it. But it's good, man. I'll be a good... Uh, You're a lot less underrated with the gamblers. You're uh, the odds against you keep going down. So uh, we're not making that easy money anymore. Now, now we have to like this minus one ten on you instead of like. Yeah, but you were minus one ten this time. So it was minus one ten versus minus one thirty. It wasn't. Uh... I was plus one hundred five. Yeah, yeah. When, when I bet on you, you were minus one ten. So I was like, oh, God damn it. I missed out. Like, I, I bet too late is a problem. Like, once it got close, the line switched. Well, he was minus 130, so you're still a little bit of a dog, but, like, it's... Yeah, I'm still a dog. <laughs> it's, that was bad. I'll probably be another dog here. Who knows? Maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. If you're an underdog, dude, I'm going to bet everything I got on you. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> For sure. That's a good bet. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. I, I keep hoping that they make an underdog so I can make some easy money, dude. Because like he beat Archuleta, and then like you know the MMA math, you're like so much better than him. Like it's such a good bet. So if anyone's listening to this, you should bet on on Mix for this fight, especially if he's any kind of underdog. Make some money, and you can thank me later. <laughs> I do not doubt that at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I can't imagine this one not. You're so much taller than him too. Like sta- watching guys stand next to each other, it looks like you almost could be in different weight classes. Yeah, he's like he's thick, but he's not super thick. You know, he. I thought he was. Yeah. Uh, who cares about corners, coaches, none of that. <laughs> it only matters who's in there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, it's not a fight day. You can perform. I'm yeah. ready to perform. I'm ready to take out the two-time national champion from maybe Nebraska. I think he's from. I think he wrestled with, uh, I don't know, did he wrestle with Nebraska? I don't know. He wrestled with uh, Quantum. He wrestled with Houston. I'm looking him up. I don't, uh... Yeah, he's from Wisconsin. <clears throat> he's from where? He's, he lives in Wisconsin. I'm not sure where he wrestled at. Where's he from? I don't know. Uh, Did you sound stupid on this podcast? Yeah, no, I sound stupid. I, I should have researched a little bit better. <laughs> Neither one of us know where he wrestled. <laughs> yeah, whatever, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter where he wrestles, it only matters how his MMA wrestling is. <clears throat> yeah, it don't matter where he wrestles, man. I'm not too really interested in it anyways, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, but his MMA wrestling is like he wrestled I mean he started wrestling in like tenth grade or eleventh grade though. He said he didn't really wrestle, he was just very good. Yeah. He's not really good neutral and stuff like that. I don't even know, I never watched him. He's got a he looks good on the bat he did a hip over on a Maga Man and wrestled pretty good, he picks up people down, I see. Yeah. I don't know. He's got a good ass sprawl. Yeah, he he. I don't know how good that is, man. You can't be sprawling like that, doesn't it? He sprawled the shit out of Sabantello. I guess those guys you can sprawl like that. But, like, other people. He didn't really sprawl the shit out of Sabantello too many times either. Because, like, I mean, Sabantello was 4 for 17. But how did Sabantello get on top of every round if he was 4 for 17? Well, he got. He got sprawled on, and then he would, like, push him into the... He got sprawled on, came up, sprawled on again, pushed him into the cage, and then scooted around and take his back. So a couple of... Yeah, they don't count those as takedowns. Yeah, so two of his back takes weren't takedowns, which is weird, but that's just how it was. Yeah. Yeah, the count... Uh, you have to... Pick him up, or you don't have to pick him up, but you have to trip him to the mat and hold him for two seconds or something to have an official takedown. It's not like uh, it's not like you go to his back. I don't think that's a takedown. <laughs> that's uh, uh, Daniel Cormier had a huge thing about that. He had a huge discussion about that, um, about what a takedown MMA is because he's like that should be a takedown. He said that a lot. Um, so I think it's takedowns are scored pretty odd. Who cares a lot about it, though? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when you jump on their back, I don't think, I think when you submit them without going to the back, you don't even get a takedown. We should look at your official stats and see if you have, uh, how many takedowns you have. <laughs> Pat makes zero takedowns. <laughs> yeah. I love, I... Yeah. How much did you cut this time? You looked uh like huge going into the fight. 
Yeah, you you look huge. either i hate the bath when i was thinking about what i was going to say to you and like like talk about the one thing i wanted to touch on is like how mentally tough you are like i watch all these other guys they seem like they're super physical athletes like you're a great athlete but you're not like a super athlete like them but no one has a mental toughness that you do and you just touched upon it uh on your cutting weight like i've never met a man that has the same mental fortitude as you do and that that's something that no one can have besides for you and it gives a huge advantage going into the fights. And is there any way that like people can develop that, or is that just something you were born with? shots you took in Archuleta you just kept coming forward it didn't even look like it bothered you like that's true mental fortitude and that's one of the things I love yeah I know <laughs> I didn't mean to put you on the spot man I know this is hard to talk about Most of the people I talk to are like, oh, please hit me in the head so I don't have to keep taking these body shots. You're like totally the opposite. You're just thinking about winning, man. It all comes back down to that mentality. Yeah, yeah, you're all about thinking about winning, man. You want to win. Yeah. 
And before I let you get out of here, what are you going to do with your million dollars? I'm sorry. I'm thinking about what the. Can you hear me? No, I can't hear you. You cut off for a second. I said, I ain't thinking about winning um, the money and stuff because. I don't know. I ain't thinking about, you know, that type of stuff before the fight. Again. Because then I feel like, not that I jinx myself, I just feel like, like, I jinx myself, like, what if I would get hurt or wouldn't make it there, you know what I mean? Yeah, I got you. I don't try to make too many plans. All I try to do is make time for the real title. Pardon me? I said then you'll be the interim champ and then it's time for the title shot. Be the real undisputed champ. I appreciate it man. I appreciate it very much. Can't wait to see you, man. And uh, after you, uh, after you win that million dollars, I'm gonna buy you some funyuns. I still owe you some funyuns. <laughs> I love you to death, man. Thank you for everything. No problem. <laughs> All right, talk to you soon, Pat. Thanks a lot. And we're out.